Welcome, everybody. Hey, it's G-Man and Team Money here together. Look at us here together. Team Money in Ohio here as we preview week one here, man. We made it to the season. All of us made it, all you guys out there. Man, we worked hard through the offseason. And here we come tomorrow night. The big game starts and the Bills and the Rams. And we're going to see what happens. Welcome to the September 7th Father, Son, Holy Sport NFL show. I'm G-Man. We're coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio, and we hope you love this show. we got a lot coming up here for you. We have the Ross Rundown. We'll bring you up to date and get your reaction, get our reaction on what's happening around the NFL. We're going to do a chug and chant with Cousin Randy, man. You know you love that. And how about the NFL fantasy segment? Back to you, man. You fantasy managers, you need some help. T-Money and G-Man here for you. And the best big bet show you can find around man we'll give you the bets you can take home to the bank baby let's go right to it let's go to the nfl ross rundown with team money team money want to ask you real quick here about the steelers team man the steelers chose trubisky as their starter what's your thought on that i think we both said last week this is the right decision didn't we call that we called this this is the right decision i wouldn't have been shocked if they made or not shocked. I would have been shocked if they named Pickett the starter. They're just an old school franchise, but I think it would have been smarter to go with Pickett because you invested long-term in him. So don't really care either way. Their team's going to be mediocre because all their quarterbacks are mediocre, but seems like the right decision. Hopefully yeah. Pickett gets on the field here in the next few weeks when Trubisky has a roller coaster of a game and probably throws an interception to lose one and pisses off Tomlin, but not a real shock. I would have been more shocked if Pickett was named the starter because I still think he should be, but it is what it is. I think this is a safe play. The Steelers are, are looking good. They had a great preseason. The quarterback issue has kind of went away, and now they get to work Najee. They're going to work Najee, man, and they got some. still have some strong receivers that are going to light it up. So I think this team's in good shape. Why not go with the sure thing, the sure kind of above-average guy? And let's go with them and win that first game. Yeah. I mean, you're playing the Bengals, so good luck. I mean, your quarterback is nowhere near on Joe Burrow's level. And that's the, absolutely that's the well, hardest part. Yeah. You, just because you're wearing that shirt doesn't mean that you yeah. know, you're know you siding with one guy or the no, other. No, no, you no. Know. I just think the Bengals are the better team, and they are. Um, and look, they, you say they don't have a quarterback problem anymore. They do. They're at best the third best quarterback in their division if Deshaun Watson comes back they have the fourth best quarterback in the division and that means they're dead in the water you can't be a successful NFL team if you have the fourth best quarterback in your own division so they might be able to squeeze one out this year if the Ravens don't get it together or the Bengals somehow falter because the Browns obviously have Deshaun Watson out but I'm not thrilled with their quarterback decision regardless of which decision they had made because it's Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. So. I like their pick. I think they're going to, you know, they're going to be competitive with Trubisky. I think they're going to be competitive because the team is hey. excellent. All right. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, Gary says, let's go. So let's go on to the next one since it's time to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Let's, all let's, right. let's keep this on. momentum going. All right. here, man. Let, hey, let's go to the next question. All right, Gary, let's go. The question is, should yeah. Herbert, be the favorite to win the MVP. What are your thoughts oh. on that? He's, he's trending that direction. Oh, what do you come think? On, come on, man. Hey, hey. got it. <laughs> Cat-like reflexes here. Come on. Hey, you got to, let, let's get to the point. You got a man crush on Herbert. You love this guy. 
He's talented. I mean, you can't talk about him enough. No, he's not the MVP. And let's look at Vegas and where they got him. He's now number six. Okay. okay. Six in the MVP rating. And I'll tell you what, he's not the best guy on that field. Joe Burrow is the better bet in Vegas right now. Joe Burrow's plus 1,200. I'm oh, sorry, not the best bet. He's not the best bet of those young guys. Burrow is the better bet. He's plus 1,200. Yeah. Herbert's plus 900. If I'm going to bet in Vegas, I'm going on Burrow to get that MVP. He was in the Super Bowl last year. He didn't, and Herbert didn't even make the playoffs. I think no, it's, it's trending that direction, bet, man. It's trending that direction, man. Everyone, all the analysts are starting to pick him as a, their pick this year to win. They're, they did a lot of offseason moves to help him out. I like the offensive line. I like the weapons. I mean, this team is going to be dangerous. It's going to be a great team. Would you agree with this? Uh, you've got to win the AFC championship to become the MVP. No. I think so. Aaron Rodgers just won an MVP and didn't even win a playoff game, so... I'm not that that well, he's no, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hey, I'm just saying, I don't think it's that big of a deal that Lamar won an MVP, didn't make the AFC championship. So I think I don't think that has anything to do with it. I, I think he's going to have a tremendous year. I think Josh Allen should be the favorite, but I think Herbert should be second. OK, OK. Josh Allen is currently the favorite in Vegas, plus 600. Yep. Mahomes is second and then Brady. All right. Hey, let's go on to the next one. Let's go to the. Ravens. Let's talk about the Ravens. They finishing that seller last year in their division. T money. Lamar's back. He's in supposedly ready to go, man. Looks like everything's trending in the right direction. But what about Lamar? And will this contract situation affect things if they don't get it done? I don't personally think it will because Lamar's a different cat. This dude seems to be ultra competitive. Yeah. He seems to be very team first oriented. He doesn't have an agent. His mom is his agent. So he's basically negotiating with the Ravens himself. And I think at this point, everyone thinks he wants to become a free agent. So after this year, get franchise tagged twice. So I don't think that it's a big deal personally. I think everyone else would. Kyler Murray would have caused a ruckus if he didn't get it. And all these other guys would have caused a fit if they didn't get it by the time their contract ran out. But Lamar's a different cat. And I think that he's going to ball out this year, regardless of if he has a contract or not. I'm high on the Ravens this year. Lamar put on 15 pounds of muscle this off season. Have you seen his neck? His neck looks double the size of my neck. It's insane. It looks huge this year. Let's so. put our necks together. I know. That's, size together, of his neck. that's the size of his neck. That's amazing he looks, neck. He looks ready to go this year. He looks more focused than ever. And, hey, if he goes out and wins another MVP, then that's even more money in his pocket. And I think he's feeling like he's going to do that again. So well, I don't think it's going to be a distraction. I agree with you. And the only way it becomes a distraction is if they start losing games. Then yeah. everybody turns on each other. Yeah. And it's not going to – they're not going to be losing games because of his contract. They're going to be losing no. games – because they're not playing well. Yep. Don't blame it on the contract, man. These guys finished last in their division. Uh, they got to turn it around. And it's not because of the contract if they don't do it. Yeah. I mean, they were first in their division before Lamar got hurt. Yeah. So they're, and they, I think they made the their last, team last better this year. Okay. Uh, I think they made their team better this year in the offseason as well. So yeah. I think, I think they should be the favorite to win the AFC North division. And I think they're going to be the two seed behind the Chiefs. So it's going to be interesting. Oh, and the whole conference. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like the Ravens. I'm high on the Ravens Listen this year. You. Well, they've already offered him more money than Kyler, so it's he knows he's going to get the money. Yeah. 
Deshaun Watson got the guaranteed money. So my understanding is the only hang up on this contract is how much is the guaranteed yeah. money? This guy's 25 years old. He knows he's going to be a multimillionaire very, very soon. Hey, man, the deal's going to happen. So it's just a matter of time. That, that's the thing with this guy. He's so young. He's younger than Joe Burrow, even though he had two years more in the NFL than Joe Burrow. He has so much experience, and he's still so young. That's why it's a very unique situation right now for this quarterback. Keep in mind, you picked the Ravens to win the division, and I picked the Bengals. So okay. keep that in mind as we move along. Well, let's and talk about sports. Let's talk about another per- team in the division, the Browns. All yeah. right. The yeah. Browns got a big game this week, a rivalry game versus the Panthers. What? Who the? No, they shouldn't be rivals, but <laughs> Baker Mayfield's their quarterback. Okay. Who you got this week? This is going to be a slug fest. I love it. Baker's bitter, and the Browns want to prove a point. Who you got this week? I got Carolina to win this game. Carolina's favored by two points. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a low-scoring game. The Browns want to run the ball. Yep. Okay. And I think throwing the ball is going to be difficult. And Carolina's going to face a tough defense there with the Browns. So, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of offense here. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks coming from the edge uh, on, on the passing game. But I think Baker come, brings this home, man. The Browns are... 0-16 and one in their last 17 openers. Yeah. How about that for a stat? Pretty crazy. No, I'm on the same page here. I think Baker's going to play maybe his best game of his season this year. Maybe the best game of his life. This guy is the underdog of underdogs. He loves playing with a chip on his shoulder. That's when he's at his best. He was a walk-on at Texas A&M. He was a walk-on at Oklahoma. He won both of those jobs. No one thought he'd be a first-round pick. And then he became the first overall pick. And then no one thought he'd win a playoff game. And he goes and takes the Browns, who were 0-16, to a playoff game. Like This guy loves playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's back in that type of environment. I'm excited for this game. If Christian McCaffrey's healthy, he might be the best player on the field. So I like uh, Carolina to win this game. And like you said, the Browns aren't going to be explosive off offensively because Deshaun Watson's not there. Carolina's at home. It's Sunday at one. The fans are going to be going crazy. Yeah, man. McCaffrey's back. It's going to be an exciting place to watch the game. For sure. For sure. Uh, It's going to be fun to see this thing uh let's move on here hey let's get on to the cowboys we love talking about the cowboys and the bucks of course what do you think can the cowboys beat the bucks no cowboys are going to be lucky to win the division this year i am slowly losing faith in these cowboys for one they had a horrible offseason they made no additions to their team whatsoever they lost Amari Cooper. They lost Cedric Wilson. They lost uh, now Tyron Smith to injury. They lost Randon Gregory, their best D lineman to the Broncos. I mean, they just lost all their key playmakers and they were already a top heavy team. Zeke is slowly becoming older and Dak isn't good when Tyron Smith is there. And when he plays playoff teams outside of his division, this was a close game last year. The Cowboys were in it. It was a close game, but the Bucs still won. And now not only did the Bucs get Tom Brady back, who retired and came back, but the Cowboys lost everyone. And last but not least, Mike McCarthy's still the head coach. So I bet you he makes some dumb calls. You're really down on the Cowboys. Cowboys are done this year. And so they're going to, I think the Bucs run away with this one. Hey, I think the, I think the Cowboys can win this game. Wow. Okay. Hey, last four games, the home teams won them all. And they've all been within six points. 
2015, it was a four-point game. 2016, six-point game. 2018, seven-point game. Sorry, within seven points. And last year at Tampa Bay, two points. And all of them have been home team wins. And the home team can win again. And the Cowboys can win this game. All right. I, th- I, I think that maybe, maybe if Zeke is old Zeke, but that offensive line, they have one good player on. And so I'm just not confident in Dak anymore. When's he ever played well with a bad O-line? Never. Hey, this is the fourth highest scoring total over under of the week. What do you think is the highest scoring game? I don't know if you looked at the games. What do you think is the highest scoring projected? I want to say Bills Rams, but I bet it's Cardinals Chiefs. It is. The Chiefs at the Cardinals yeah. is 53 and a half points Come on that one. Who are you talking to? I just rolled that off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Well, let's go on to Trevor Lawrence here, man. They're playing the Commanders this week. Uh, they're not favored, but watch out. It's a sneaky side pick T-Money likes this week. The Jags are going to be a spicy team this year, so ah. I don't know if I trust the Commanders just yet with Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. Carson Wentz could have three interceptions this week and then play the he rest of the year. backwards, actually. Literally, so watch out. I like the Jags this week if you want to get them as a, a, you know, a little bit of an underdog pick, but that's not my go-to. But, yes, do you expect Trevor Lawrence to take a leap this year, G-Man? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can see real early where some of your best bets are going to come in at. We got the bets show coming up. We're going to give you some bets here in a minute here. We're in the NFL Ross rundown. And I'm going to answer that question. The Jags are going to get better this year. And Trevor's going to get better too. You know why? Because he was completely terrible last year. So where else can he go but up? Trevor's going to get better. The Jags are still not a good team. Their defense is a little bit better. They get ETN back. That's going to help Trevor. You know, so they got a little bit back. But And I did not pick them to finish in the basement. I got the Houston Texans in the basement in that division. So. Yeah. Can Trevor, Trevor Lawrence step up, take a leap? Yeah, he'll step up. Yep. I mean, I this is when the elite quarterbacks in this league show that they're elite quarterbacks, second year exactly. quarterbacks, right? That's when, you know, so that's why Zach Wilson's under a lot of pressure. Joe Burrow took a, a leap in the second year. Justin Herbert took a leap in the second year. The elite quarterbacks show in year two, we got the system down. We understand the NFL. Now we're going to show what our talent really is. And a lot of guys falter and a lot of guys excel. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is going to fall into that second bucket of excelling. He's just too talented. He was the number one overall prospect in high school, number one overall pick in uh, the NFL, and one of the best in college. I I think he's going to trend that direction now that he's got stability at head coach mainly. And I like their offseason signings. So I think he's going to make a leap. We talked about it before. These great players end up on these bad teams. And yeah. this takes a while for the team to get good. Yeah. And Especially when you have a Cleveland. bad head coach like Urban Meyer. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, the Jags are at the Commanders Sunday at 1 o'clock. You check them out, everybody. The games are coming up this week. And you and us, we're ready to go, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to move on here to the Chunk and Chan. It's time to go. We're not going to the Rolling Plains. We're staying indoors. And let's go to Cousin Randy out there going to give us a chunk and a chant. Cousin Randy. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. I was busy cooking up a team this year that's had its run and is now over. Let me get this chugging. Nimble chant. All right, cousin Randy in the kitchen. 
because the Titans are cooked. They're done. Making a Tennessee mash right here because it's over, baby. Sorry. Ryan Tannehill, you, know, you had one of your best years. You're regressing. You're no longer elite. It proved your last year. You had an easy schedule as well. And so you're not going to have that luck anymore. You had a lot of balls bounce your way. A lot of Won a lot of close games. All right. It's not going to fall that way this year. Derrick Henry, he's getting too old. He's had too many miles on him. This is a downhill slide for this guy. And you lost A.J. Brown. All right. Who's Tannehill even going to throw to when the ball doesn't hit the ground because he can't make a throw? I don't know. And that's why the Titans are in for a big regression this year. I'm sorry, Tennessee. I love Nashville, but I don't love your team this year. Tennessee Titans, done. All right? Colts are coming for you, and you proved you can't stick with the Chiefs or the Bills or anyone else in that elite AFC. So good luck to you this year. But enjoy going to the bars and the honky-tonks. Don't enjoy going to those games because they're not going to be as fun. T-Money, G-Man, what do you think? Hey, and Cousin Randy, all right, loved his little chant there. Mm -hmm. Cousin Randy just bringing it today. And you know, Cousin Randy, that I don't agree with you because I talked about the Titans before that I think they're going to win the division, man. So, no, I don't agree with you, Cousin Randy. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think this really could go either way this year. Like, if the Ryan, uh, Matt Ryan might not work with the Colts, right? And the Titans kind of ran away with that division last year. So is A.J. Brown really that important to that team? Because he, But they also just lost their top pass rusher, an outside linebacker, who's their best pass rusher, and he tore his ACL. So they lost two key cogs on offense and defense now. And so can they overcome that to still win that division? I think it's going to be close because the Jags and the Texans aren't great. But they could regress a little bit. Uh, they had an easier schedule last year. It, it could go either way. I think Matt Ryan's going to decide a lot of whether or not the Titans are going to win that division. Yeah, they're a tough team. Indy's, Indy's just let us down the last few years when they should have been the division winner. They let it go. Didn't even get in the mix last year. Yeah. Didn't even make the playoffs. The Titans just walking through this division. Nobody's stopping them. I think they're going to do it again, and they're going to win this division. They got Ooh. a tough defense, man. Tough defense. They're not great on pass defense, but yeah, Vrabel makes them seem tough. That's for sure. Tannehill is probably their weak link. Yeah. Okay. But man, they got, who's that rookie? What's his name? Malik Willis might be starting by the end of this year. That guy's spectacular. exciting. Yeah. So I can't wait to see him. Yeah. He could take over. Yeah, he could. If they're struggling a little bit, why not go to him, right? The Titans are at home Sunday at 425. They got some issues to work out as team money pointed out, but I think Derek Henry and the Titans Go on a roll. They play, the, they play the Giants. They're going to steamroll the Giants. Yeah. I'm talking about offensively. We'll see if Saquon – come on, Saquon. You better play, baby. Jones, come on. Hey, let's move on to the fantasy show. All your fan- – oh, sorry. No, let's go to the big bets okay, first. Okay, we can go there first. Let's do the big bets. Come on. Since we just talked about who's going to win. Yeah. And let's go to our big bets, and then we'll go to the fantasy. Yeah, okay, bet. okay. Uh, okay, so let's go to the big bet show. We're going to do – Two picks. We're going to do a lock pick, T Money, and then we're going to do a dog lock. Lock oh, pick is any pick you want, man, that you think's a lock. And then the dog lock has to be an underdog by three points or more. Okay. Oh, Let's go to the lock pick of the week, T Money. All right. Lock pick of the week here is Broncos versus Seattle, minus six and a half. I think the Broncos are going to absolutely destroy Seattle. Seattle's going to be a bottom tier team. Drew Locks, their quarterback. Have fun with that one, Seattle. And <laughs> Russell Wilson coming home on Monday night. 
Mr. Unlimited. I'm not that high on Russell Wilson, but I am high that he is better than Drew Locke is. And the Broncos have a better team at every aspect of the roster. I don't know where Seattle has a better player. I really don't. So um, even Earl, you know, um, their safety, I I mean, everywhere. There's their receivers, their O-line, their running game. Everything on the roster for the Broncos is better than the roster of Seattle. So have fun. Have fun. Seattle's going to get destroyed. I like that extra hook there too. Six and a half gets you under that seven. Yeah. Six and a half. That's a nice little line there for the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So nice pick there. Let's go to Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina for G-Man's pick with the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield host the Cleveland Browns on Sunday at one Carolina favored by one and a half. I'm going with the under in this match. The over under is 41 and a half. It seems low, doesn't it? But I'm going under that 41 and a half, man, for the dog or the lock of the week. When the Browns are on offense, they're going to run the ball. The Carolina secondary is strong. That's going to be tough to move. When Carolina's on offense, the Browns edge rushers are going to be bringing it, man. Uh, So I think the Browns will try to run. They'll get pushed to run. Uh, So I'm going to go with under on this Carolina under for my lock of the week all right on to the dog lock so got to be under three here is that what we're doing g well, got to be that what we said okay dog okay. lock of the week this is a big underdog that you <laughs> think can win i like the vikings but that's only one and a half that's okay i like the jags but that's only two and a half so my big one is the patriots versus the dolphins they're mine are plus three and a half the patriots are Bill Belichick always plays the Dolphins well. Tua has struggled versus Bill Belichick. I, I'm nervous. I am not high on the, the Patriots whatsoever this year, but I'm also not high on Tua. Uh, so I think that they could come in. Bill Belichick just out schemes them for one game. They're getting used to, uh, you know, the new head coach's system down in uh, Miami and they could struggle a little bit with some chemistry, whereas most of the people with the Patriots have been there and that Bill Belichick can just out scheme them, take away Tyreek Hill or something. And then two has got to, you know, make up for some not being able to go to his top weapon. So I could see the Patriots winning this game and it being a lot closer than people expect, even though I think the roster of the Dolphins is much, much better. So that's a pick of the week there. Uh, plus three and a half for the Patriots over the Dolphins. What do you got, G-Man? That's your dog lock. Right? Dog lock of the week. Yeah, and I was looking at that, too. I looked at that, but I just am worried about, uh, you know, what will the Dolphins finally, you know, get going? Yeah, yeah. If the Dolphins unleash that offense with Waddle and Tyree, mm-hmm. that could really put up some points. Yeah. So I'm a little bit worried about, does Miami explode here on offense? Yeah. Now, New England has a good D. That could be a good pick, man. Uh, let's go to the dog lock. I'm going to... Uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas for my dog Locke and the Cowboys and Bucks play 8-20 Sunday night. It's going to be some great football Sunday oh, yeah. night, man. With the Bucks and the Cowboys going at it. I'm going with the Cowboys here in the matchup for my dog Locke. I like their defense. They have had some issues, but I like that deal. It went, they're playing like a top five defense second half of the year. So they got all the major players back on that defense. Micah Parsons, remember him? That's oh, your yeah. boy right there. He's beast. Trevon Diggs, all these plays that he had on defense. 
And as you know, the last uh, four, the last four games have split two and two, but the home team has won the last four. So the home team is Dallas, I might remind you. And therefore, I'm going. I'm going to take those points. The points are two and a half. I got for my latest look. I'm going two and a half. Cowboys, take that. All right. That sounds good. I like it, G-Man. All right. Let's move on to the fantasy picks of the week for you fantasy managers. Say you out there trying to manage your fantasy teams. We're going to play hot and cold. Hot and cold. G-Man's going to tell you some hot players that are on the bubble. You fantasy managers are thinking, should I start them? Should I not? I'm not giving you lock starters. If you got a lock starter, you start them. I'm giving you some players on the bubble that I think are going to have a hot game. Okay. Or that you, if you're playing DFS, somebody can get a good buy on get win that DFS matchup. So I'm going kind of middle of the pack, giving you someone that's going to go high team money's going cold. He's going to tell you somebody's going to break your heart, man. You don't know. He's going to break your heart. You think you're going to start him and they're going to break your heart. Team money's going to give you that. So I'm going to start off with a hot one. Team money's going to go cold. I'm going first hot to quarterback. Derek Carr, only projected for 16 team money. Derek Carr is at the Chargers, your Chargers team. I know you mm-hmm. love them, man, yeah. but this is an AFC West battle. And these teams are going to go at it. Vegas ended the Chargers postseason last year with a 35-32 victory in the last game. This is going to be heated. Yep. You can see they both can put up points. Uh, so I like Devontae Adams now coming in here. Devontae Adams. With Derek Carr, that's going to be tough to stop that combination, man. The Chargers, uh, J.C. Jackson had ankle surgery in August. So he's, the, he's their top Chargers, top D-back to stop Devontae Adams. So who are they going to get to stop him? I believe Derek Carr can be a starter for you fantasy managers. And if you're playing DFS, he's only 5,900 on DraftKings. Herbert's 7,600, the other quarterback, 7,600. I just think it's a good buy here yeah. for Derek Carr. All right. Not bad. I, I do think it's going to be a high scoring game. They played some great games last year. My cold quarterback of the week What's here is Aaron Rodgers. All right. Versus Ooh. the Vikings. It's projected for 19.7. I like this Vikings defense. I like this Vikings team. And I don't like the Packers offense. Obviously, Devontae Adams is gone and they don't have a single other elite receiver. Last year in week 17 versus Minnesota, he had 20.3. So is Devontae Adams worth 0.6? I would say so, right? And I think he's going to have even even worse time than that because they're just going to hand the ball off a bunch. Uh, It could be a low scoring game as well because both defenses are solid. And last three games of the regular season last year, he averaged 18 points a game. So he wasn't even hitting that 19.7. And let's not even get into his horrible game that he played in the playoffs versus the Niners. So I like Aaron Rodgers to be cold, uh, just like he will be for the rest of the season up there in uh, Green Bay, because that's going to be a miserable (laughs) offense. (laughs) Okay, I like that. Let's go to running back. And I'm going to pick a hot running back here. Someone in the middle of pack. Let's go. Travis ATN. How about Travis ATN being my running back hot? Okay, they're up against the Commanders on Sunday at one o'clock. I don't think they're going to push Robinson or Robinson coming off the torn left ACL or not ACL, Achilles. He suffered in December. Yeah. I don't think they're going to push him back and like work into death. No. That means ETN's going to get more of the load there. For sure. I know people are worried about the split backfield, but not in this game. 
I think ETN comes out, man, comes out and they're going to throw to him. He's going to get catches. That's going to run up his fantasy points. He's only projected for 13 and a half. I just think he beats that number, man, the way he's going to get the ball. So I think he can be a starter for you guys that have him on your team. And you're wondering if you should start him, start Travis ATN. And also he's only, uh, I'll get his, it uh, looks like 5,900 on DraftKings, but I'll confirm that in a second. <laughs> All right. I like ETN as well. Cause I like the Jags versus the commanders. Um, so what do you got here? How much is he? 5,600. 5,600. All right. That's nice. That's not, that's a steal. That's a steal there. Let's go to my cold running back of the week. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, and a lot of these guys, you feel like you got to start, but in DFS especially, Joe Mixon, I think, is going to be cold this week. Projected 17.3 versus Steelers. All right. Yeah. And over the last five games last season, he was only over 17 points one time. All right. As soon as that offense started clicking with Jamar Chase and all those receivers, yeah. and they kind of got away from the run game. And this Steelers D-line is legit. This yeah. Steelers defense is legit this is the best part of their team by a mile we got devin bush from michigan obviously and then you got tj watt the defensive player of the year i, I think this is a scary one for mixon mm. to try to go get 17.3 verse uh everyone's fresh and healthy for the steelers first game of the season so yeah. i don't know if i trust mixon to get 17.3 unless he gets a touchdown and even with them what what is he gonna have 120 yards and a touchdown to get to 17 i don't know yeah, he is up and down. He gets us some down games, man. I, yeah, I, I'm with you there. You know what you're doing. I like your pick. Let's go to the hot wide receiver. I'm going to the Ravens, Rashad Bateman. I think Lamar gets off track here. And this chemistry between these two guys, you're going to see it in this game. This is going to be the breakout for Rashad you, Bateman. You like Bateman, I would assume, right? Absolutely. Yeah, he's on your team or something. Yeah. Well, I'm not, not, of course I got him on my team because <laughs> I think he's a breakout player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do you think I'd wrap him? Yeah. G-Man drafts players that are breaking out, okay? And this is, you're going to see, you're going to see this game. Oh. You're going to say, oh my God, G-Man was right. The guy's going to be pulling catches down on the sideline with one arm. <laughs> and there's going to be someone draped on him. I love you're it. You're going to say, who is this guy? That's Rashad Bateman. That's Rashad. 12.2 fantasy points is his projection. I just think he's going to blow the heck out of that number. He'll be in the high teens. He'll get a touchdown. This is going to be a great game. Remember, Marquise Brown is out of town. He stole so many catches last year from Bateman. Lamar's back. Marquise is gone. Watch out, Rashad Bateman. Great buy on DraftKings, only 5,300 against the Jets. And I guarantee you, Bateman will be the best receiver on that field. Woo, even with your guy. Hey, I'm telling Garrett you, man. Wilson from hey, OSU. I'm an better. analyst, okay? I, I, my heart's right here. But Elijah look, Moore and my Garrett man. Wilson got I'm something. giving you guys the pick here. Wow, okay. Well, the best receiver, uh, you know, the best guy receiving catches is going to be Mark Andrews. But that's a spicy little take there, better than Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Okay, I agree with the Jets suck, so I like Bateman this year, uh, or this year and this week in general. So good pick there. My cold pick of the week, Tyreek Hill. Whoa, right. okay. Uh, it's a big name, I know, but I don't know why I just don't trust this Dolphins team this year. You don't. There's a lot of mouths to feed, and Jalen Waddle just seems like Tyreek Hill 2.0. Like, yeah. And he was really good last year, had good chemistry with Tua. So I like Waddle. Gasecki's a really good tight end. They're going to, and this is going to be a run first team. He's coming from Mike Shanahan's offense, which is a lot of play action. The running back rotations, it's a run first team. Just look, Jimmy G's winning playoff games, throwing nine times. Like, this is not 
an explosive you, you offense. You got to get Jimmy G digging. Yeah, he's horrible. Um, and there's a reason he's a backup. I love you, Jimmy G. But let's just – I think this isn't going to be this explosive offense yet. And they're playing the Patriots. And what do the Patriots do best? What does Bill Belichick do best? He takes away your number one option. Yeah. And what's their number one option? Tyreek Hill. Yeah. All right. So I just think this is going to, it's his first game with Tua. He has no chemistry. I just think this could be a down game for Tyreek Hill. Okay. Good pick. That's exciting. Yeah. You're you're into that game. You've analyzed that game, man. You get all around it. Hey, let's move on to the next game. Speaking of games, let's go to take a mistake. We're working our way to the finish of our September 7th show, man. Week one of the NFL wrapping up here as they move to take or mistake T money. I got to hide this from me because you, I don't want you to see it in advance. I'm going to give someone that's supposed to have a breakout week. And I'm going to ask T money if they're going to break out. Is that, are you going to take it or is that a mistake for you? Fantasy managers. T money does not know who I'm picking. All right. I'm going to give him three picks starting off with quarterback T money. I think I know the answer to this Tua, Tug of Aloha from Miami. Two is entering his third NFL season in prime position for a leap forward. He's not been a fantasy factor so far this year and so far in his career. 7.0 average depth of throw ranks near the last in the league. Can fantasy managers start two of this week, T-Money, and expect his new coach, his new offense, and his new throws to Tyreek Hill will lead the team to victory versus the Patriots on Sunday? T-Money, is Tua a take this week versus the Patriots, or would that be a mistake? Uh, that's a mistake. I'm just <laughs> not high on Tua. This is going to be a great battle of mediocre quarterbacks. This is going to be a fun game to watch because they're both just are slightly better versions of Jimmy G, right? Like that's it. And so it's going to be a super exciting game. No, it's going to be a boring game. They both aren't, aren't good at throwing the football. They both are run first offenses. Grind it out. And I think that Tua, once again, like I love Tyreek Hill and I want to get on board with this, but I got to see it to believe it. I got to see it to believe it. And okay. he had Tyreek Hill 2.0 in Jalen Waddle last year. And it's not like he was explosive then. So what's, I don't see a big leap this year. Big AFC battle though, with these two guys, you know, you got the bills at the top and then you got these next two teams, the yeah. Patriots and Miami going at it. It'll be a big battle. important game. Yeah, it is. It really uh, is. So let's go to the running back. And how about Devin Singletary Buffalo plays Thursday night. And you should see this show by then the fourth year back was unleashed down the stretch last year. Tim, you probably remember him. Finished as an RB3 in PPR, scoring over the final six weeks of the season. 17 fantasy points a game. Although Buffalo invested second-round draft capital into James Cook as another running back, Singletary is still expected to start versus the Rams on Thursday night. Can fantasy managers confidently start Singletary? Team money. Is Devin Singletary a take this week versus the Rams? Or would that be a mistake? Man, this is, can I say push? If I say anything, I'm going to, oh man, I'm going to go. Oh, good. I picked a good one for you. Um, what's he projected for? How many points this week? You know, uh, 17. He's had an average per game. Okay. I'll well, get you his points in a second. I think that this is a mistake. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of throwing. And I think Aaron Donald is a run stopper. I know he's known for sacking the quarterback, but he is in the middle stopping that run. And so that's why Josh Allen and this team is going to pass first. 10.7. 10.7. projection. Um, I think he could get that. I think he's going to get a goal line rush because the offense will be in the goal in the red zone a lot. Um, it's going to be a high scoring game. 
but I think it's a mistake to start him in any other league other than like a value DFS league. So uh, yeah, I'm not high on Devin Singletary, especially towards the end of the year. I think James Cook's going to be the primary back. All right, let's go to another bubble guy wrapping things up here. Wide receivers team money. I'm going to Kansas city. Marquez Vados Scandling, MVS landed a 15 million guaranteed contract with the chiefs after spending Four boom-bust years in Green Bay, ranking first in depth of target, but last in catch rate. Catch rate, 50%. The wideout returned to practice after missing the last preseason game is expected to start, play a majority of the snaps when the Chiefs' high-powered offense kicks in the gear in Arizona in that high-scoring projected game on Sunday afternoon, T-Money. Is MVS a take this week in Arizona, or would that be a mistake? It's a mistake. He's at best the third receiving option on that team, so I'm not going to take that kind of depth. Travis Kelsey, number one. Juju's going to be number two. And I think MVS will struggle to battle it out between – uh, the other starter, Michael Hardman. Hardman. Yeah. And then Sky Moore is going to come on at the end of the year and I think be a factor. So uh, especially this week, I think it's a mistake. And then moving forward, he might not even be starting by the end of the year if Sky Moore is good enough. All right. Hey, I, I tend to agree with you, man. Yeah. Very good points there. You know what you're talking about, man. All right. Hey, great show, Team Money. Oh, That's yeah. it for today's show, everybody. We hope you had a lot of fun watching and you'll be back next week to get your NFL news and best bets from Father Son Sports. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a guest on the show with Team Money and Me, come on, man. Let us know and look for our segments and clips wherever you check out your social, at Father Son and Holy Sport. And also check out our website, FatherSonAndHolySport.com. You get merchandise like this, man. Check this out. Little golf hat here, Team Money. Hey, check out our site. And behalf of Team Money, I'm Gene Man. Enjoy week one of the NFL. We'll see you all next week. Peace.